Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live on the fan, D.C., Richmond. We're Grant and Danny. Thank you for making the show part of your day. Always means a lot. Caller number 10 at 800-636-1067. Congrats. You're winning a pair of tickets to see the Sheets to the Win. America's number one tribute to Yacht Rock, Friday, March 1st, Capital One Hall. Free Sheets to the Win pays authentic tribute to Yacht Rock classics from the 70s and 80s. Undoubtedly the smoothest music ever created by mankind. Let's go to the BetQL guest hotline. Yesterday we talked to the guy running the entire football operation for the Commanders. Adam Peters, the new GM. Today, the gentleman responsible for running the entire business side of the building, team president Jason Wright, kind enough to join us on Grant and Danny. Jason, are you a Yacht Rock guy? I'm sorry, we can't give you those tickets. The rules. But are you into Yacht Rock? You know I do not own a pair of boat shoes, so I might might be on the outside of this one, but I appreciate it from an art perspective. Very diplomatic, (laughs) sir. What a nice way (laughs) to say... No, nah, that's not for me. That's dog. not me. <laughs> that ain't it. Yeah, yeah. that ain't it. <laughs> so it looks like some money's going to be spent at FedEx. Are you doing like a Brewster's Millions bid over there where you just got to get rid of it? What are you, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> no, we're excited. We have this ownership group ready. It's just been ready to invest. I mean, they said that from the beginning, right? If you think back to the opening press conference that um, they were ready to invest in the fans and, and to simply do what's right. You know, um, so a lot of this investment – it's going to go into very unsexy things that are fixing things like HVAC and plumbing and, and bathroom maintenance and things like that uh, that need to happen. Um, and there's not a reason to do that except it's the right thing to do by the fans, and that's just how Josh and these guys operate. And then there is some cool stuff that will come from it too. You know, um, the VIP Tunnel Club where you can have drinks, food with your friends and family, create memories as you're watching the players walk out behind like – a glass partition um that'll be a dope experience down on the on, on the field level and taking a whole part of our stadium that used to be our offices where my business staff sat uh, uh sat before and turning that into a chic um upscale club area called the 1932 club that's um, going to be an amazing experience for folks they're investing 
And um, it's an exciting moment uh, to have an ownership group that's going to put the money in like that. Yeah, they started doing that last year. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think they announced like $40 million that they spent last offseason. Now the $75 million more this offseason. I'm curious. There was talk about like it, it was happening in stages, right, Jason? So uh, I go to every home game. I know one of the issues a lot of fans had prior to last year was the actual audio in the stadium from a PA standpoint. Yep. And that got better in areas. But I remember when talking to someone, you know, everyone in the stadium didn't necessarily start to feel that it had been fixed, but like there were, there were stages coming. Where are you in in that? And just give us an idea of like the, uh, the to-do list here. Yeah. I'll get into like some of the details on some of the stuff that I think the everyday fan cares about, right? Cause not everybody's going to get to the tunnel club and not everybody's going to get to the 1932 club. And I recognize that, but uh, you know, some of the stuff, like you said, on sound, we did half of it last year. We did as much as we could squeeze in last year. The upper deck still continued to have issues around sound and consistency. That stuff will get done this year, um, and that will be in place. Uh, one of the biggest things that I think was not only an indicator of like an experience that was challenging, but also just the kind of values we want to share and the way that we want to show up as an organization was like the torn seat covers and the broken seats that existed throughout the stadium because of its age, um, just because of um, you know the past lives of some of these things and how long they last, we are systematically going to fix all of those. So all the seat covers should be fixed. If you're one of those season ticket members that has one of those shredded seat covers or something like that, we're probably aware of it, but it doesn't hurt to say hi to your rep and let them know because we're fixing all those heading into this season. And those are like the little things that show you care, that show you value uh, the fan. And these are things that we want to start to do now um, so that we can build trust with the fans and that when we go into a future state-of-the-art venue, they know we're going to do right by them then, too. Jason Wright with us here on Grant and Danny. Jason, one of the things we hear from from a lot of fans is the logistics and process of getting in. That's everything from yeah. traffic to parking to, you know, hey, it's, oh, good, it's 1248. I got to go get to my seat, and then maybe it's taking longer than they would like. I, I know you've addressed that a little bit in the past, but uh, were you guys on that process, and and, and what can fans expect? Great question. We, we took a nice step last year in reducing the time in and out by 30 minutes. And shout out to Prince George's County and Governor Moore and uh, the state of Maryland, as well as the federal government for helping us get highway logistics and street logistics and street lights to a place where we could reduce that uh, in and out time by 30 minutes. But there's more we can do. Still not the most pleasant experience getting in and out. And so uh, two things that will help. One, we're simplifying the parking lot. Uh, structure and approach where it's going to be easier to find your lot less of that you get all the way in and have to get turned around and go it's happened to me before actually (laughs) you get in you don't have the right pass you get turned around and it takes you another hour to get to where you need to go like that stuff we're eliminating um, by simplifying the parking structure and color coding system and then we're using different technology for security as you come in Um, it should be much more pass-through, like some of the more efficient airports you've seen around the country. It should be a a very quick security process where things get held up before. Um, That's the kind of stuff that we're doing. Again, it's unsexy. It's in the weeds. But those are the things when you're trying to go hang out with your family or your boys or your work colleagues and you don't want to think about the experience, you just want to be having the experience, these are the things that matter. Jason Wright is with us on Grant and Danny, the president of the Commander's um, the unsexy works, right? I mean, you know, you, you, 
That, that's not a bad nickname for FedEx Field in a lot of ways. Now that it does, <laughs> for now it doesn't have a name, Unsexy Field, which we'll get to in a second. Having said that, though, Jason, you guys are working. I mean, you're spending money. I, I this is a meaner way for you won't say this, but I will. You're you're putting lipstick on this thing as best you can, right? But I, I'm curious about the philosophy. Like when I was selling my townhouse, you would not have wanted it. It was very small and it wasn't particularly good. But I was selling my townhouse, and my realtor, who was my cousin, said, "You got to buy new appliances." And I'm like, "I'm not doing that. I'm not going to use them." And he's like, "But you, but you need to." I just couldn't think about. I'm, I'm going to spend all this money on this thing. I'm going to be out of soon. What is the paradigm of? You guys are desperately looking around trying to get out of there, but you still have a couple more or maybe more seasons there. It's like the the actual mindset of the work that needs to be put in when you're not going to be there long term, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if you, using your townhouse analogy, if every day you were hosting your most cherished friends and family, you'd invest in it and be putting the money towards the future. Yes, it would be more expensive, but these are people you deeply care about, um, and it'd be the right thing to do to get your place in order, make sure the bathrooms are working right, upgrade the kitchen so there's enough seating for everybody to be there, maybe swap out the TV so you don't have the big tube box and you can actually have something that people can watch without having to move it with sick people. You do some of that stuff because you care about those folks, and it's the right thing to do by people you care about. Well That's said. The way I would think about these yeah, investments. Yeah, I, th- I think that makes sense. I think the first time we had you on, the stadium was already kind of a twinkle in everybody's eye in terms of a new stadium. But at mm-hmm. that time, I remember thinking, when the lease is up in 27, in 28, I'm going to be waddling through the parking lot over at RFK or wherever to the new stadium. It seems like that ship has sailed. Like, there's no way at this point you guys are are out of FedEx at the end of the 27 season, right? There's going to be more time there. Yeah, I always avoid talking about timelines. It's not helpful for any um, any part of the process of getting to that new venue. But, yeah, it's going to take a little longer than that. Uh, and the good thing is we have a home in Prince George's where um, we own the land, and the lease is just our commitment to be there through the fall of 27. We can stay there longer should we need to. And, and I think that's how um, uh, it, it's actually beneficial to us to make sure that we are finding the right next home. Um, where we can be the exact perfect partner for one or more jurisdictions um, on an economic development project that should change outcomes for the region for the next 30 to 40 years and um, allowing that process to take its time while moving fast um, is exactly what we will be doing. Jason, I was surprised to see uh, the news about FedEx um, is sort of opting out early because it's that's not where the momentum is right now. It seems like folks want to be in business, understandably, uh, with you guys and this new ownership group and, and all the momentum and where that's heading. A, did that kind of catch you guys off guard? And, and, and where does that stand in terms of naming rights for the stadium? No, not a surprise for us. I think for some time, FedEx business model has shifted, and they've been really good partners to us to stick with us through a time period where it didn't make as much sense for their business model. And they're actually sticking with us as partners even beyond this, just not as naming rights partners. So it's actually a great moment um, for them to get better in line with what they needed to do for their business and for us to be in the market because things are at an all-time high for us um, or an all-time recent high for us. Um, and that there's, this is a great opportunity um, given the growth of the business for the last year, largest attendance growth. We led the league in new sponsorship business last year. We led the league in new suite sales last year. The excitement on the football side, more importantly, around a world-class general manager, a coach who's an amazing leader of men and people and an attractor of talent. 
and uh, substantial draft capital and cap space, this is the right moment for us to be in the market. And so FedEx exiting now to be better in line with their business model and us being in the market at a peak moment for us is exciting and great and actually great for them to do as a business partner to us. So is it a possibility that you guys this season would not have a name on the stadium? Or do you anticipate that you're going to have a new sponsorship before the start of the year? Our goal is to have somebody by the start of the year, but just like it is with any major decision, and this is what I appreciate about Josh and his ownership group, the right answer is better than the fastest route or the most expedient answer. And uh, we're going to look for the right partner, um, the right strategic fit for the near term and the long term. Because as you guys already alluded to, there is a state-of-the-art venue coming uh, to this region. And while it's not in the next couple years, it's not decades off either. It's not a decade off either. Um, it, is, it is still soon. And we want a partner that can be our partner now and lead us and guide us and be alongside us as we make a historic transition for this business into a new venue. Oh, so the, the, I think that's interesting. So then, like, if, if uh, the company buys the naming rights now, it would potentially be the name of the new stadium as well. There's all sorts of versions of a deal that could be on the table. But anybody that we're bringing in as partners now, we are talking to them about how they help us transition into that new phase. So whether they're the name on the new stadium or not, they'll be a part of that, a major part of that is our desire. And we got to find people that um, find companies and individuals that, that fit that mold. Jason, how, are th- how have things changed for you? And I guess what I mean is it felt like to me outside looking in is that you basically had to run from like raging fire to raging fire, putting it out with a super high powered hose and then another fire would catch. Maybe the same fire would recatch and whatever else. It now seems like you can actually like do a job. Just what's the difference like in ownership groups and, and, and for you, what's changed? Uh, yeah, definitely the pace of my work has uh, changed in some ways. In some cases, it is a more normal day-to-day cadence. In other places, it's picked up because Josh and this group have high expectations. And um, the, uh, the pace of, uh, of business has increased in many ways. Um, but, yes, we are able to run the business in an environment where um, we get a good assumption of good intent. <laughs> where there's trust across the area, um, and it, it does feel nice to be operating in that environment. Jason, there's no doubt that being on a stadium, you know, you get the standalone Monday, Sunday, Thursday game, whatever, and your name's right there, and everybody's looking at it when they walk in. Like, the NFL's king. The TV numbers are out of control. We all get that. And I, I hope this isn't a disrespectful question, but do you worry at all because of, the, the uh, reputation of FedEx field as a stadium that it's going to be hard to find a partner. No, not one bit. Um, I think one, the investment that's being made is a credible signal of what the experience uh, at what is now commander's field um, for the time being will be like for now and for the foreseeable future. But also this is just an inherently valuable market. This is the nation, the seat of the nation's capital. It is the most diverse fan base in the NFL. It is the most loyal fan base in the NFL at a time when that team is in a resurgence, uh, most importantly on the field, but also in the business itself. And so if you are a brand or marketing professional or the head of a company that has interest in the D.C. area, which I would argue 
everyone and their mother has <laughs> because uh, business flows through this city um, irrespective of industry. And it is an absolutely exciting experience. And we've had great conversations already. There's no shortage of interest in this. And we've got ex external help helping us because, as you said, we have a lot to do already on our own. So we have um, external folks helping us to do this naming rights approach. It's a firm called Elevate. Um, and uh, it's going really great so far. So for right now, we're going with Commander's Field, like as the as the middle. Yep. Okay, because we were going to suggest. I don't know. Are you familiar with the uh, the movie from back in the day? I think this is from. I'm gonna get you, sucker. I don't know if you're <laughs> okay. Let's go. It's about to be some nonsense. Go I was ahead. like, what? Like, what is? Where is Grant going so, with this, Jason? Uh, this is not. Co this is not close to proof. You don't know about this. But <laughs> okay, I think you're gonna like it. Do you remember the scene I love in that movie where Chris Rock's like, "How much for a rib?" And the guy's like, one rib. Yeah. One rib, yeah. And one the guy's rib. like, I'm not giving you my ribs. And he's like, one rib. And the guy's like, no, I'm not giving you a rib. And he's like, how much for, you know, like, one soda? And then he's like, what Put about my hand, yeah. for a little bit of soda? You know, like, I was thinking, we could, me and Danny could give you like 26 bucks between and, us, between the two of us. And then now, I'm not going to go crazy and say like week one, but just until you have a sponsor, it's Grant and Danny Field. So whenever you talk about it, it's Grant and Danny Field, or it could even be Commander Stadium sponsored by Grant and Danny Field, or however you want to do it. But just until you get a new sponsor, that's all I'm. How much for one? You know, I might I, here. I'll make here. I might make a deal with you on that one. Yeah. Um, if if it's called Danny loves the name Commander's Field, it's <laughs> a great bit. <laughs> Tip of the cap. Hey, how about Danny goes left hand up? Oh, easy. <laughs> What about like once the once the real sponsor comes in, Grant and I just are bumped down to like a yard line, like the seventeen Ooh. yard line is the Grant and Danny yard line. The Commanders are in the Grant and Danny red zone. Sponsor a blade of grass or a nut and bolt somewhere That's in the stadium. Probably what we can discuss. afford. Happy to discuss. Yeah, that is our price range. How much for one? You know, I love that scene. One that blade of so grass. First, it's, it's a. I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know you know that. Second of all, it's a great scene. Uh, Jason, one serious one. You may have noticed as a, as a, a, a gentleman that's pretty plugged in that uh, a couple of teams might be leaving the district. Uh, Ted Leonsis Monumental Sports may be headed to Virginia with a, with a deal. Uh, how does that affect you guys? Is that something I'm sure you took note of? I certainly took note of it. Um, and I think it's, it's evidence that there's just so many opportunities in the region for economic growth and development. And Monumental is in the process of their own decision. Um, and we're trying to figure out um, an understanding of exactly what each jurisdiction is trying to do economically. The district state of Maryland, Commonwealth of Virginia. Um, and our process is separate and distinct from that. Um, but it's helpful to see and watch how other people are navigating it to be sure. Um, but, you know, as we've always said, um, we see it as our job to be a good partner in an economic development project that will last 30, 40, 50 years um, of impact on the region. And um, it's these great leaders across these various jurisdictions that are going to lead the way on that. And we will just simply play our role. And I'm sure that's what Monumental's trying to do as well. Jason Wright on Grant and Danny here on the fan. You joked with Danny about his love for the name and his, his passion mm -hmm. for all things mm -hmm. commanders. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he started, uh, you know, doing the thing where he's pulling down on his collar a little bit, doing a little danger field <laughs> bit there. Yeah. Uh, honest question. If they were to change the name again, would you feel like slighted? I mean, you helped. You were the, in a lot of ways, like the the front man on Commanders. 
if they change the name again in the next couple of years, Jason Wright's reaction is? The same as it would be anybody else. It's the right thing to do if it's the right thing to do at that time. But it's not a priority right now. I go back to what Josh has said, and we've got a lot of work to do on a million other things. But, you know, these guys make the right decision. And so, uh, so if they no, come to you I, I and they take, go, Hey, we really anything, think I don't take anything personal whatsoever. If, if they came to you and they're like, Hey, there's a couple more Danny's than we thought there would be, <laughs> you know, we might want to do this. You wouldn't stand on the table and go, guys, we, we just did this. This is going to work. Just did it. Give us more time. I'm telling you this, this name's awesome. Like you, you're not, you're not standing on the table. No, these guys don't come with stuff on a whim. They're fact-based. They're methodical. I think the description of rapid but thorough is probably just a great description of Josh and this ownership group, period. And so any decision, whether it is where our new home is going to be, how we're constructing the football roster, or the name and branding of the team, it's, gonna, it's not going to come out of uh, a clear blue. And so there's no need to defend or posture or, um, uh, or, or otherwise. You execute a program that is in line with what's best and that the facts support. And we're just not on that yet. Fact base isn't collected on that because we have so many other priorities to, to accomplish. Do you see and feel, I don't know what your metrics are, how you would even do this, positive momentum? Like there's growth in the whatever number of people initially liked it or didn't, that number's growing? No, our focus is on the business itself. Gotcha. Um, and the business has grown substantially. Um but also there is there is positive movement there, which you would expect even uh, in general. Um, merchandise growth has gone way up um, as part of our revenue growth. Um, but again, it's not a focus right now. So even detailed measurement in the same way that I measure the business, which is our real focus right now, and the detailed way we're in the weeds on a potential new venue project, um, just certainly not there on the name. It's just not a priority in that way. So, Jason, on our end of things, there is tremendous amounts of excitement for, you know, a new GM, new coach, obviously the ownership group, et cetera. It's palpable. It's, it's obvious. There, there's enthusiasm. How does that translate for you guys? You already mentioned some of the, the revenue growth, and I guess that's obvious. But maybe in other ways, as it sort of affects what you guys do day to day, how does that sort of cross over from excitement for football into where you guys are? It's huge for us. Um, the excitement around Adam's hiring, the excitement around DQ's hiring, and and equally, the the rapid way in which DQ is able to uh, attract a world-class staff <laughs> um, has created excitement in the fans, and that creates excitement for the business. You know, we are pacing ahead of all of our uh, sales metrics for uh, ticketing for next year, which is wonderful. Um, you know, it's a credit to our team that we've, that we've built here, uh, but it's also a credit to our fans and the genuine momentum that exists on the football side. Ultimately, it all has to translate into winning. We all know that. They know that. We know that. And that's what's really going to cause everything to come rushing back. But, man, we're in a good place. And um, I'm really happy to be partnered with those guys. There's probably nothing that could have been done that invigorate the fan base more than the ownership change. A new GM is a huge deal. A new coach, huge deal. You know what really helps business for football ops? Is drafting a quarterback at number two overall. Oh, is that right? Just, just saying. <laughs> just throwing that out there, Jason. Hmm. You know, I have as much influence as you do on that. So I'll sit right here with you and opine <laughs> all day long. But actually, in fact, I'm probably paying even less attention to it than you are because I got other things to worry about. 
We're paying all of the attention to it. So much attention, Jason. <laughs> Whatever the most attention is to it, up that by a little bit. That's how much we're paying attention to it. Either way, no matter what we do right. in the draft, I have confidence that these guys are going to be methodical and make good decisions. It's not going to be finger in the wind or knee-jerk reaction or what was the last headline or how did I like that guy's energy. That's not, that's not how they're going to approach it, which Funny. gives me a ton of confidence. And whomever it is, me and my team are going to sell the hell out of it. It's just a little easier to sell a quarterback than a guard. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It it is indeed. It is indeed. But what's ultimately easiest to sell is a championship team. And if they create that by trading back several times and building a roster of people that grow into pro bowlers or go with a a second overall pick quarterback that turns into the stalwart of an organization for the next 15 years, I'm good either way. And no yacht picks. Jason, thank you as always, buddy. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Good catching up with Jason Wright. He got his zing in there. Oh yeah, on, on you and the commander. I didn't. I didn't see it coming I, either. Off the top rope, walked right in. It, you ever? You ever played laser tag? Good for him. You ever played laser tag? And you come around a corner, you don't know someone's right there. <laughs> He's just pointed right at my chest. Laser mm, pointer. Just He's photon me. For his moment. Oh, it hit me hard. He had that one ready to go. Was not ready for it. Jason Advantage Wright on Grant and Danny uh, here on the fan. Well played. I want to talk about some of what we just got through with him in terms of um, the name, the, the stadium, wanted to hit those primary things. We'll do that next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. Yeah, I always avoid talking about timeline. It's not helpful for any um, any part of the process of getting to that new venue. But yeah, it's going to take a little longer than that. Uh, and the good thing is we have a home in Prince George's where um, we own the land and the lease is just our commitment to be there through the fall of 27. We can stay there longer should we need to. And, and I think that's how um, uh, it, it's actually beneficial to us to make sure that we are finding the right next home. Um, where we can be the exact perfect partner for one or more jurisdictions um, on an economic development project that should change outcomes for the region for the next 30 to 40 years and um, allowing that process to take its time while moving fast um, is exactly what we will be doing. Look, I think it's at this point all but expected in a foregone conclusion. It takes a while to build a stadium. We're talking in February of 2024. The lease is up in 2027. The math doesn't quite work to try to open a new stadium the following season. But I don't know that he said that publicly, and, and it's good to get that on the record. Jason Wright preparing fans, and now you know, beyond what we were originally expecting. So this coming football season, 2024, 2025, 2026, and 2027, probably another year after mm. that at the new stadium or at the uh, FedEx field before you're at the new stadium. And obviously there's a lot to be determined. They, they don't have the site yet. Then you've got to strike the deal, figure out what you're doing and how you're building it. But he went on record today to say, it sounds like they're going to be at FedEx field beyond that lease. So I, I understand all the logistics and I, I get that. I still feel the way I felt a couple of years ago when we had these kind of conversations, when everybody was Stonewall and Dan Snyder, which ultimately to me was really the beginning of the end was once Virginia was like, now nah, we're not doing business with you, and everything dried up and the investigation started in earnest and the lawsuits happened and the, you know, the, the ship just kind of kept slowly sinking for Snyder. He had to get out. I said it's a disaster. Being there longer than you have to is disastrous. Now, they'll recover because this ownership group is good and they know what they're doing and they're building something, but what a, what a missed opportunity to be able to – I understand they're legit. I understand how we got here. I'm not blaming any one person, but – Think about how exciting it would be if new ownership group takes over beginning of 2023. First head coach, first general manager, announcement for a brand new stadium. Get your personal seat license now. It's going to be in this at this Taj Mahal, at this spot. We're going to break ground. All this momentum would be so awesome. It's now like, yeah, we'll do it at some point. And it'll be fun when it happens. But we're still now looking at, what, four more seasons? Maybe more at, at that place that's awful? that nobody has any happy memories at, or maybe save a couple. I just, I don't know. I, I, again, it's not, no, it's no one's fault specifically. I don't blame anybody, or Jason Wright certainly, or, or any of these other guys that are, that are trying to get this done. But it's just, it's a sinking feeling knowing that they're still going to be there. So Ryan just looked up how long it took to build Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, which I think is a nice model for maybe something like what you want to do at RFK Stadium, perhaps. I haven't really checked out the space, but I think the footprint probably plays. Mm -hmm. I know when the Commander's Brass went out there in December a couple of years ago, they were blown away and impressed really by the layout and the stadium itself. They want to have a retractable roof and the ability to have indoor games here for sure. That was a three and a half year project in terms of just the build. Uh, now SoFi, which was a $5 billion brand new stadium, that was a four year build. 
I don't think you need that long. That's, to me, probably a record. That's about as long as it should take. Nothing happens overnight, but a legion at three and a half years seems much more practical to me. I don't know about you, Danny. So if they were to start building, as an example, this time next year or sometime next offseason, and you forecast out three years from that is then the the offseason of the 2028 season, another half year is into the you know the 2028 football season, the earliest you would think that they would open then is 2029, Ugh. maybe 2030. God. So I, based on that math, think that they, you know, all we've ever heard is that the lease expires at FedEx Field in 2027. I don't know if that means January 1st, 2027, or, you know, at some point. If it's like in the middle of October, they're like, okay, you guys got to go. Late in that season. But my guess is they will be there for the 2028 season, yeah. and the 2029 season is up in the air. The earliest they could get in would be 2029. That's at least one year, maybe two more years at FedEx Field. And it, just to have it be round, maybe 2030 is year one then, which is still six years from right now in the brand new Taj Mahal state-of-the-art joint, hopefully at RFK Stadium. Like, that's awful. That, you know what I mean? Like It's not great. That's terrible. I, I said this years ago. I think, I think it was 2019 when I first was kind of going, we need to sound the alarms if they're stuck at this place. This fan base is eroding. This is bad. Now, they're coming back because, again, the Harris Ownership Group is here and there are reasons to be excited that are legitimate, not just the stupid fool's gold of the, of the normal offseason. But this is just – it's its deflating to face the reality. Again, I, I'm not ripping Jason or anybody. I'm just saying, just facing that fact that you're talking about, laying out the information, I'm going, that's a, that's really bad. Yeah, I mean, if you're a season ticket holder or you know, just any fan who's excited about the stadium, that's no. a little bit of a kick in the teeth for sure. I mean, I'll be 50. Be fifty years old. That's that's a show. You know what I mean? Like, cool. Wow, I'll be forty. Right? That's so old. Not great, Bob. What are we doing here? What are we doing? That is a long ways off. I hope I'm still alive. That's how long away it feels. I hope I'm still around then. Uh, th- that's why I brought up the question I did, though. Mm-hmm. That's why they're investing what they are. A, it's the right thing to do, as Jason said. But you really don't have a choice. I mean, the stadium, to their credit, less so now. And I wanted to bring up to him, and I forgot. They did a great job with the field. Whatever they did the last couple of years, it seems like that one of the biggest issues that we've had organizationally as a fan base in terms of reputation in the entire league over the last decade has been the playing surface was a disaster. And I got to a point where I was livid, and I'm like, stop having concerts, stop having soccer games, stop having college football games. Enough, Dan, trying to make your money, and and the, the field stinks. Well, I don't even mind that they do it now because they seem to have proven the last couple of years, whatever they did to fix the drainage or the, I'm not a agriculturalist. Yeah, I, don't I, I don't know how it works, but they have gotten to the bottom of the field. Now, if it becomes an issue again, we can talk about it. But for right now, it seems like they actually fixed that problem. But they have spent money. And I think if you're going to be there through potentially 2029 or whatever, but at least... Five more seasons? Five or six more seasons. Maybe six. You you don't have a choice. You, you want pipes opening. You want gates falling. You just have to keep dumping money into this pit of, of grossness. <laughs> you know, That's this, right. This lipstick that they're trying to put on a pig. And I can walk and chew gum. Like, I give them all the credit. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying. There's only so much that can be done. It's yep. just not a good place. 
It's not going to be a good place. And by the way, that's not even Dan's fault. You know, FedEx Field fell apart largely because of Dan and Bruce and whoever on the business side just allowed it to. Mm-hmm. You didn't take care of your home like the neighbor who you're always calling HOA on. The other league's team should have called HOA on them and been like, hey, they're not cutting their they're grass. They're not doing what they're supposed to do, guys. <laughs> but Kent Cook built that stadium mm-hmm. as fast as possible. Like, let's race. Let's just throw some seats and concrete together and have a stadium. And it just wasn't built to be a sustainably great stadium. I think we now know that. Uh, this was Jason Wright when asked about. Uh, let's play it next when we come back. 800-636-1067 if you want to react to anything Jason said. Or the combo we're having now where it's very possible that commanders could be at FedEx Field you know, even a year or two longer than a lot of people were hoping. But you'll hear what he had to say about why they feel like they need to continue to invest in a stadium they're not going to be in for the long term, as well as what he said about the possibility of the name changing again. What if the commanders were not the commanders, but something different? And according to some, something better. Next on GD. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think if you, using your townhouse analogy, if every day you were hosting your most cherished friends and family, you'd invest in it and be putting the money towards the future. Yes, it would be more expensive, but these are people you deeply care about, um, and it'd be the right thing to do to get your place in order, make sure the bathrooms are working right, upgrade the kitchen so there's enough seating for everybody to be there, maybe swap out the TV so you don't have the big tube box and you can actually have something that people can watch without having to move it with six people. You do some of that stuff because you care about those folks, and it's the right thing to do by people you care about. That's the way I would think about these investments. Jason Wright joined us. Commanders dropping 75 mil, this new ownership group, to try to improve FedEx Field and the fan experience. A couple of things that I think our listeners care a lot about that we discussed were the future of a new stadium, which we'll get into, and the name and whether or not it's here to stay would Jason Wright, who I think is viewed as kind of the face of the commander's name. He was at the controls and and led the push of the, you know, after we decided around here that the name was changing, nothing anyone could do about it. What happens next? Jason Wright was on the scene and they went with commanders. I asked 
if ownership comes to you and says they're changing the name, how would you respond? Would you fight to keep the name? The same as it would be anybody else. It's the right thing to do if it's the right thing to do at that time, but it's not a priority right now. I go back to what Josh has said, and we've got a lot of work to do on a million other things. But, you know, these guys make the right decision. We're going to do a little bit of what we did with Dan Quinn mm-hmm. earlier today when you have to read between the lines and mm-hmm. dissect what we heard. I think it would have been really easy, and my expectation would have been that Jason Wright, who led the move to the name Commanders, comes on our show and goes, there's no reason to change the name. People like the name. What we see is that people are continuing to fall more and more in love with the name, and over time it's going to be very popular. Any name you go to initially... And all the stuff that they said early on. Sure. Essentially, we don't need to talk about changing the name. We're, we don't need to do that. Now, he, he did acknowledge it's not on the table or, or it's not a priority, priority right now. Priority, yeah. But the, the reason I asked that question is, would you fight to keep the name? Essentially, no. Like He's like, I would respond like anyone else. His point was not, I'm the guy that gave you the name Commanders. I'm just another guy, and if they want to change the name... Okay, what's yeah, the new it's name? It's their prerogative. They can do a name a day. As, you know, and he serves at the cha- at the pleasure of the chair of the board. To me, that's thing. pretty telling. This was not a further sell of commanders. It's a hey, we're we're not doing that today. We're not doing that right now. Would you fight to keep the name? He said a lot of words, but the answer was basically no. Mm-hmm. I'll if they think we should change the name, we'll change the name. Yeah. Uh, so I I think that matters. I think it's instructive. In other words, it's not a it's not a denial. It's not a dude that's not even on the table. We're not doing that. Everybody loves the name. You guys are just, just it's just Danny's crazy, basically, which you could do and have fun. It's a, we've got other stuff we have to worry about. We'll we'll decide that in the future. Now, if you're, if you're, to me, if it's one of those things, if you're, if it's on the table to decide, it means you've already decided. That's my own little personal bias, meaning we're, uh, you know, we're not doing that this second. But when we put that on the table, it's likely to end up in a result, if that makes any sense. Like, if it's, it's a, if, if it's a non-starter, you'd end up saying that, I think. Peter, King. Peter King's going to be on the show today at 6 o'clock. Uh, he said this week that he has written his final column. He will be signing off as one of the legends covering the NFL. Looking forward to talking to him in about an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, I will say that it's a pretty good time to be the president of this team. Seems like he's weathered the storm of what was some early growing pains. A lot of the issues we covered on the show, Sean Taylor tributes and otherwise. You've got an ownership change coming in here. And you know who knows what his expectation was or what he thought. But with Josh Harris and Mitchell Rails and Magic Johnson and that whole crew, they might bring in their own people. But seems like his nose is to the grindstone. And you know for now, he's... Seems like they're doing good business, and how could they not be? Yeah, you got a new owner, a new GM, a new head coach, and you're going to have a quarterback probably at number two overall. That's a as bad as it is to be a team owner when Dan Snyder, a team president, I should mm-hmm. say, when Dan Snyder's your owner and you have a terrible stadium and a terrible facility. The flip side of that is new owner, GM, head coach, quarterback at two. You might as well just print money and print tickets. Make your best sales pitch to me. Dan Snyder's gone and everyone here is new. Sold. I'd like to give you millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Like now's a good time to be in business, I would say. Pretty simple. Another thing that uh, we talked about with him was the possibility of the new stadium and how much the Wizards and the Capitals moving across the river to Virginia is going to be a factor 
in terms of them being able to either move to Virginia or possibly have Virginia fight with Maryland or D.C. for the team? I certainly took note of it. Um, and I think it's, it's evidence that there's just so many opportunities in the region for economic growth and development, and Monumental is in the process of their own decision. Um, and we're trying to figure out um, an understanding of exactly what each jurisdiction is trying to do economically, the district, state of Maryland, Commonwealth of Virginia. Um, and our process is separate and distinct from that, um, but it's helpful to see and watch how other people are navigating it to be sure. Um, but, you know, as we've always said, um, we see it as our job to be a good partner in an economic development project that will last 30, 40, 50 years um, of impact on the region. And um, it's these great leaders across these various jurisdictions that are going to lead the way on that, and we will just simply play our role. And I'm sure that's what Monumental is trying to do as well. So the latest, is, as far as I can tell, is um, – well, let me go back. Before – when we were talking about the RFK side as a potential, you know, as this ownership group was changing or where that we wanted them to play and, and, you know, desirable sites, et cetera. The point I made a bunch of times was a lot has to happen. So much has to change locally just to make RFK in play. Then there's the matter of securing it and, and, and everyone agreeing and getting on the same page. Well, a lot of ground has been gained since then. So I would say that that's now on the table, whereas I didn't see it maybe a year ago, two years ago, et cetera. But my point is, everybody's hands are tied here, obviously, because you can only go so fast, but there needs to be urgency on everybody's front here. From DC's perspective, you lost a couple of teams. You may have heard about that story. And the team that you really want is looking for a place. Ah, let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's hit the horse a little bit and kind of try to sprint down the finish here to get that going and get it done. I don't know if Virginia has the wherewithal now that they've courted and wooed Monumental to start going, oh, and by the way, let's do something out in Ashburn. Screw that next data center. Let's put it, another one out there on one of those fields and put up a bunch of wire next to it. I don't know, man, but it's something that it's complicated because you have to make a lot of puzzle pieces fit. But man, oh, man, is it, like everyone kind of has a fire under them right now, it would seem. Do you remember the Chief Superfan who dressed up like a wolf and he would rob banks? I sure do. Mr. Chief Saholic. That's Chief Saholic. He pled guilty today. Mm -hmm. His lawyer stood out in front of the courthouse and delivered one of the most hilarious minute and a half speeches about his client I've ever heard. It, it's somewhere between cringe and the funniest thing I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, I want to play that audio when we come back next on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.